What's going on, everybody? This is your boy, Martin, with another episode of Intuitive Minds Podcast. And today's guest, we have Jessica Marie, CEO of A-Plus Business Coaching and Marketing, LLC. How are you doing today, Jessica? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you, Martin, for having me. Thank you for being a part of it. So how's your day going so far? It's noon Absolutely. in the East Coast, so... Yeah, I'm, you know, running around. Um, pretty busy day today, um, wrapping up the week. Um, going into the weekend, uh, but it's coming along good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even realize it was Friday. It's like, it's been <laughs> right. such a busy, busy, because I'm, I'm working the U.S. Open in New York, and it's been such a rapid, like, the schedule, because I work the, the night shift, so I'm, I'm home at like three in the morning, whenever the matches end, so it's like, the days are just going in together, but it's crazy. Yeah, for sure. Um, now, break down on who you are and everything, where you're from and everything, and where'd you grow up? Yeah, so um, my name is Jessica Marie. I am the co-founder and CEO of A Plus Business Coaching and Marketing LLC. Um, we work with entrepreneurs to establish credit for their business um, as well as funding. And we also assist uh, individuals with personal credit repair and education um, in the financial space. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up in Norristown, Pennsylvania. It's a small town right outside of Philadelphia. Um, and uh, I, I kind of just got into this with becoming a mom and uh, wanting to improve my life, the quality of my life and being able to give my son experiences that um, I wasn't privy to. And um, in establishing my business, I started to really learn how to do um, a lot of the structural things and how to access some resources to capital, which is huge. Uh, and then I'm like, hey, I need to teach other people how to do this. And so mm-hmm. especially with this, especially with like the economy that went down in 2008 and everybody's credit score went down, businesses went down because, you know, they all accumulate together, you know, credit scores, business credit scores, personal credit scores. They're all even though they're separate entities, which we're going to get into. And I'm going to ask what are the differences between those two? Now, you said you mentioned you grew up in a small town. And then do you live currently in New York City? Was that a big change for you or is like whatever? No, I'm actually right now, I'm actually based out of Washington, D.C. Mm. Um, so I've been here for about five or six years now. Um, and it was it was a change uh, in a lot of ways. It was a change culturally right here. It's much more culturally diverse. Um, opportunities here are much more. Um, there's more opportunities available here. Uh, than than where I am from, um, and, and so it was definitely an adjustment. Uh, mm-hmm. But I was close to home. I'm close to home here, so um, that's something that I wanted to, you know, have access to my family easily. Um, at least with my, you know, my first sort of um, relocation, right? Mm-hmm. From so, but yeah, I'm in I'm in DC right now, and I, I like it here. I do like it here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's where I'm actually from. I'm from the DMV area. <laughs> Okay, I did not know that. Yeah, 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 I'm from the DMV area. I'm just in New York for the U.S. Open, but that's exactly where I live. I live in Virginia, so it's like 30 minutes away from D.C. So I totally get what you mean with the entrepreneurship over there. There's a lot of money over there, and especially in that area, you know, the Virginia area, which is because where I live is the richest county in America, which is Loudoun County. You know, there's a lot of IT jobs. There's a lot of corporate jobs, a lot of government jobs. Government. So during the pandemic, we actually grew even more. Because people moved out of cities like New York and Los Angeles, and then people just wanted to have a cleaner air, safer space, you know, because we didn't get that many cases as, as you know, in that area. Right. So, 
it's it's yeah it's awesome to have somebody that's like experienced that same experience it's awesome <laughs> we can relate we can relate so in a lot really? of ways you know like virginia's for example like not to take it to like the entertainment but like the nightclubs for us is dc you know yep. what i mean like the entertainment part is dc virginia is completely like corporate so there's yeah. nothing yeah so it if is. you're in if you're in the entertainment business virginia is it can be your place but it's going to be tough to adjust because not everybody gets it you know especially me as a photographer i try to get clients in virginia but they're just like we don't get it we don't we don't get what you're trying to do we don't get what you know and it, it just doesn't work but um right. now growing up inspiration wise music wise or film wise or anything who inspired you man um i i i have a creative mind so i i can draw inspiration from things that maybe a lot of people may not draw inspiration from um i know for me i um I I was always drawn to travel, right? I, you know, you watch the TV shows of the Travel Network and see people kind of exploring. And so I always had a desire to want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I had an aunt that uh, she was very career driven. And, um, you know, she sort of um, set a foundation for uh, for me to always keep an open mind when it comes to things and um, she was very much a leader in her space. And so mm. um, she was very inspirational to me. My mom, um, she was always so hardworking. And uh, that was something that I adopted um, with my work ethic, seeing my mom just day in and day out, you know, never called out of work, regardless of what was going on. She was mm-hmm. dedicated to us, to her kids and the family. And, um, and you know, her work ethic was definitely admirable. So I drew inspiration from my mom. Um, and really, as I grew older, I started to see my environment in ways that I knew I wanted something different. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a lot of ways, I didn't realize until later that that actually inspired me to want to get out and explore and live in a different space and travel places around the world and get that exposure um, and meet other people. And so really being from a small town, knowing everyone, having a lineage of families that grew up there, um, that actually inspired me to want to be able to see more. Mm -hmm. Um, um, Even fresh out of high school, I went to college out of state and really didn't have a game plan. I just wanted to go, mm-hmm. right? I, I, yeah, <laughs> you know, first semester, that's all I completed. And I want, I wound up coming home without being prepared. And again, this plays into the financial space of, you know, the push for a collegiate education without the proper financial uh, planning and um, the ability to actually, you know, be able to afford an education in that space. I had no idea what that was like. I knew I wanted to go and I wanted to be in a space that I, I felt like I would get something out of without the proper planning. Uh, but a huge inspiration to me, which again, I didn't really realize until later was I just wanted to see other things. And I knew that it was a whole world for me to be able to explore. Was that like, what's something that you, you picked up from your mom that you specifically take with you today that you're like, I still, I inherited this and I'm never going to get rid of it. Aside from her work ethic, um, 
my mom is very strong. Mm-hmm. She's and and not necessarily in the physical, um, the physical sh- uh, aspect of it. My mom is sh- very strong in her mind. Um, she is very when she's dedicated to something, it's a non-negotiable, and uh, I see that a lot in myself now as a mother and as being slightly new to entrepreneurship. Um, being able to focus on something and being dedicated to it is something that I admire from my mom and that I innately feel like I I have because of her. Mm-hmm. And then you mentioned, obviously, you really had no game plan, but everything kind of falls into play. And I think that that stems from just being a, a, a coming from a family of hustlers. You know, that stems from just that because you, you obviously figured it out and then you did not want to be sheltered into just one spot in one space. Cause there's so much more out there, especially watching like travel channels or like stuff like that. That kind of inspired you from what I'm gathering as well. I mean, yeah, I, I tried out a lot of things. Um, and, and that's something that I actually, I used to feel not as confident about for a very long time um, because there's an expectation to have an idea of what you want to do pursue that idea and stay there. And for me, I couldn't figure that out. I, after high school, went to college and came home and I'm like, okay, now what? And I got a job and then Mm -hmm. back to college, I did a culinary program. Um, and that did, that wasn't fulfilling. And so, um, I'm like, okay, now, you know, I'm back into the workforce and I, I struggled a lot with, with finding, what it was that not only made me feel good, but that I felt was something that I would want to do. So it didn't feel like a job. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I come from a working family. Uh, you know, I saw almost everyone that I know have a job and work every day and not really step outside of that. And for me, I didn't want to just stay in a space forever that I I just didn't feel as dedicated to. Mm -hmm. And so I've always explored different, um, different areas of things that have my interest. I did food. I did, um, you know, medical. I mean, I did, I tried so many different things. And really the game changer for me was becoming a mom Mm -hmm. because it was scary. I'm like, okay, I can't, you know, keep jumping ship. I have to plant my feet somewhere and feel good in where I I find myself and, and, and water and water what I plant there. And so, um, you know, my partner and I, we started building and as we were building and learning and, um, you know, investing in, into ourselves and, and teaching other people as we, we developed, it really sparked what we have going on right now in this space um, with educating other people in financial literacy, helping them establish the proper foundations for their business. And, you know, one of the number one um, roadblocks that entrepreneurs face is how to properly fund their ideas or how to sustain their existing businesses. And so, you know, with us being a resource to help others in that manner, it, I knew it was something that I I felt fulfilled with. And I knew that 
it, it doesn't feel like work to me by helping people in that way. And so mm-hmm. that's, that's kind of how it all came together, but I, I didn't have it figured out for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Now uh, that obviously we're going to lead to a plus business coaching and marketing, elaborate a little bit more on that. I know you touched on it a little bit, but elaborate a little bit more on that idea. Um, I'm sorry. Maybe I don't understand the question. Like elaborate on what, what, what's the purpose of it? Like the behind it elaborate a uh, little more. Yeah. I mean, ideally we want to even the playing field, right? Um, I, we've uncovered an area of opportunity for, um, a lot of people that look like me. Um, mm-hmm. and in that developing a business is more than having a product and offering it to the public or having a service and offering it to the public. It's much more than that. And a lot of resources that may be available, um, we found that we're not really taking the time to thoroughly educate others what that looks like. Um, And specifically, you know, how to establish capital to be able to put forth to bring these ideas to life right not using your own money putting yourself at risk putting your investment and your family at risk to be able to pursue your dream endeavors right and so Mm -hmm. um we established a passion there because like i said me being a mom you know for the first time it was like okay well i'm going into foreign territory here and mm-hmm. and you know it's it's a different um experience having your own business compared to you know going to work for another business in a lot of ways there are similarities but you know number one having that community and having someone there to support you through your journey um and educate you on the right ways to do that um, you know, is really that, that motivating, uh, foundation for us, um, with a plus business coaching and marketing. Um, we have a specific focus on business credit, um, because that's a huge area of opportunity, um, Mm -hmm. amongst businesses, specifically small businesses. Um, and, and it gives you access to resources and capital without impacting any of your individual assets or exhausting your individual money. So mm-hmm. um, it, it was definitely something very important for us to hone in on, specifically with credit and funding, um, because we knew that educating other people in that particular space would then give them the advantage to um, pursue ideas, invest yeah. in different mm-hmm. ventures mm-hmm. and just have that, that flexibility and, 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 and lower the stress when it comes to starting a business because yeah. there's so many components. Mm-hmm. And especially like a place like DC, where there's so many small businesses, you know, there's, there's tons of it, you know, outside of like the, the government jobs being there, there's a ton, like when you walk around DC, you just see small business, mom and pops, every single, some are struggling, some are, coming back to life. It's, it's a very, so this is a very good opportunity that you guys are doing for, for people. And then, uh, now do you, do you, do you feel like you could expand a little bit more outside of like the country, maybe go international with it, or are you just starting off just from here, just here? Um, it, it's not something that, um, I'm opposed to doing. I've done work internationally, not within my business, but 
um, through a, a fellowship that I participated in in Cape Town, South Africa, a few years back with mm-hmm. um, children in education and literacy and math. And so I am definitely open to, um, you know, working abroad with uh, other business owners. There are some differences as far as structurally how that works and um, what resources would have to be used to educate others in, in different countries outside of the United States. But it's definitely something that we're not um, we're not opposed opposed to doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it may be in our in our future mm-hmm. for our business. Because how long have you have you have you had this business going for? A plus business coaching and marketing LLC um, started November. 2019, about a week before I had my son. Mm. Um, so it was a lot to get together um, and, you know, have a baby at the same time. Um, but 2019, November is is when we started. And, and to that point, you know, no one knew that we were going to go through a pandemic and that mm. businesses, both larger and smaller businesses, would be impacted significantly Um, with experiencing a a major public health um, crisis like we were going through right now. And so it was a blessing for us to establish this business, not only for ourselves, but to help other people through Mm -hmm. um, the best we could through that process, because, you know, maybe proper insurances were a thing and having to, you know, cover your lease expenses when people couldn't physically come to a brick and mortar Mm -hmm. or how to take advantage for some of our e-commerce clients um, uh, with different marketing strategies, how to fund that to be able to capitalize off of everyone being home um, to help their, their business and increase their their revenue. Um, and so in a lot of ways, we were able to really, really make a substantial impact with experiencing a crisis like the pandemic that we've been going through by working with small businesses in this way um, to give them the access to other resources and capital that they need to really not have to close their businesses down. And so we've been really able to um, um, establish our credibility in doing that um, and, and it's been really great for us and for, for our, our clients. Clients, Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I feel like the pandemic kind of up to, like you said, it helped your business, but also helped other businesses. So now with thing with things moving back to normal, obviously and slowly, you know what I mean? Do you feel like it, 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 it would slow down a little bit of it, or do you think it would extend, exceed the, your business a little more? Oh, absolutely not slow down. And here's why. Um, what we've seen has been unprecedented with COVID-19, right? Mm-hmm. Um, at least in our lifetime. Um, nothing like this has ever taken place uh, before. The closest was the 2008 recession, right? Mm-hmm. And so what a lot of people we found have realized is that a job may be uncertain, right? You can lose your job and the world can actually shut down. And with that being said, a lot of people began to explore other ways to take care of themselves and their family. And a lot of that solution for people uh, became creating their own businesses for sometimes for the first time. And I think that shift in the mindset of the people in general um, really did something culturally um, within our, our infrastructure. and. 
we see more people now exploring entrepreneurship, exploring what it may be like to finally take advantage of that idea that they always wanted to do mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. you know, really invest in themselves as far as getting the proper education that they need to just try something different. And so, you know, with that, I think it it was it was a beautiful thing in a lot of ways for people to go for it. And for us being in this industry um, where finances and credit and education are essential to your well-being, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't see it ever um, impacting, you know, what we're offering in a way where um, we won't be a essential and recession-proof service-based company. And you mentioned, especially like people were forced to be entrepreneurs because a lot of office buildings were closed and some some people are working from home, but working from home, a side hustle can be created. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I have my 30-minute break, but I'm not just going to go downstairs to eat lunch. I'm actually still going to be on my computer, open up another browser tab and just see what my, you know what I mean? Like you have people starting e-commerce business out of nowhere and it's, you have people just starting like, uh, workouts and like, there's so many different. So the pandemic, even though it had its downfall, a lot of people took advantage of that and made, made are starting to, and then they look to people like you, you know what I mean? Like, Hey, how can you help me adjust this for me? Can you help me adjust that and this now, what is your definition of an entrepreneur? I call entrepreneurship Jumanji. It's Jumanji. Mm -hmm. Like you never know (laughs) Mm -hmm, what mm -hmm. is going to happen. Right. And you have to be prepared. Um, I think entrepreneurs are brave um, and they are courageous. Um, I, I, it's, it's really, it's something that just can't really be put in a box. You have to have an idea and you have to work at it every day. Mm -hmm. Um, and be prepared for things that happen that are outside of your control. Um, and if you can, you know, stand firm in that and um, have an open mind and still stay focused and determined on, you know, maybe not exactly what that idea is, but it will evolve. But as long as you take that first step, I think that um, that that anyone that decides to pursue entrepreneurship, um, if they have those certain qualities, mm-hmm. will ultimately have some success but i i call um, entrepreneurship jumanji is crazy yeah yeah i mean it's it goes back to like the wants versus the needs you know what i mean like at first you wanted to do something but then you had a kid and it's like no i need to do something now you know the, the entrepreneurship kicked in and like you said jumanji so you never you never know now uh what are things to look out for when repairing your credit for those that aren't too familiar with it and they're trying to repair the credit um, personal credit repair, there are a few factors that uh, you want to consider. Um, mo- it's hard to say what the most important thing is because it, it really is a individual um, uh, it's an individual thing, right? Depending on what it, a person's needs may be or what they may be challenged with as far as their personal credit. But in general, Uh, One of the biggest things to be mindful of when it comes to um, credit in general is, you know, how 
how you're managing what you have available, right? Mm -hmm. The the name of the game is if I give you something, how do you take care of it? How do you pay it back? And we're going to assess what the risk is going to be if we give you something else, right? Mm -hmm. So are you credible? Are you going to be able to handle 200 bucks? Or are you not going to be able to Mm -hmm. handle 200 bucks? And then I got to chase you down to get Mm -hmm. it, right? So (laughs) making it logical um, helps a lot of our clients really understand it in more of a layman's terms. Um, And that's another thing, like language, right? Not understanding Mm -hmm. the language in general, you can't really understand the concept. But um, really managing whatever it is that you have, whether it's $50 or $50,000, right? Um, your utilization is going to be one of the more impactful things to the individual's credit uh, because it will let someone identify almost immediately how you are managing the the money that you have access to. And that um, is one of the biggest factors in determining what will be offered to you moving forward as far as it comes to, to credit. Mm-hmm. Outside of uh, what you do, what are some hobbies you have? Because obviously like you, have, you have a life, obviously, outside of it. So, okay. What, what, what do you listen like, to? Um, I, I listen to almost everything. Um, I am not a, um, I don't necessarily um, listen as much to, say, country music or, um, or maybe not as much gospel, but um, hip-hop, R&B. I like alternative. Um, I, I like music. <clears throat> Uh, my son likes music. He dances mm-hmm. <laughs> way better than me, by the way. Um, <laughs> but um, I, I enjoy music. I like being outdoors. It's just something about fresh air and being outside that I enjoy. I get outside almost every chance I can get. I work outside. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I'm getting back to traveling. Like COVID had us obviously shut down. So that wasn't happening. Um, but I'm getting back to to traveling um, again and being able to just explore different things. Yeah. Now you mentioned music. So this next question is if your life had a soundtrack, which three tracks would you pick? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, what three soundtracks would I pick? I probably would have to say whew, this is this is tough. Mm-hmm. We'll say brown sugar. Nice, yes. Yeah. I would say ooh. <laughs> This might be a tricky one. I might say Gladiator. My son's name is Maximus, and there's something about that movie nice. sounds bossy to me in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and the third one, ah, I might be stuck on this. Ah, uh, I don't know. What would my what would my soundtrack be for my third? One? I don't know. I might have to get back on, on to you on that. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the original, <laughs> it's, it's like three tracks. Would you pick? But it's but you went with the soundtracks. Um, oh, I thought you said no, like no. Like if, you're, it's, it's if your if your life had a soundtrack, but even what you picked is like there's so many songs from each of those, like Brown Sugar and like the Gladiator. Those are very powerful. Yeah, yeah, I could see. Yeah, I could see why you're an entrepreneur. I could see that. <laughs> I could definitely see why you're. Um, now, advice you can give to people out there that want to start a business like yours and the pros and the cons of it. What do you? What do you? What do you think? I mean, there's really nothing that can prepare you for this. You just have to. You have to just go for it. Um, and and as you get into it and you see all of it and all of what it entails, right? Because you figure you have an idea. That's the easy part. You mm-hmm. have to implement it. You have to have systems. You have to have marketing. You need funding. Um, you need an understanding of these concepts. Um, networking, relationship building, strategic. Mm-hmm. 
happening. There's a lot. So there's nothing that can necessarily, uh, I can't give you a packet and say, hey, this is going to prepare you to be an entrepreneur. It's something that you have to just jump in and try. And I would, if anything, one of the most powerful tools that I, I think people miss, right, is, you know, oh, I have to spend money here. I have to do these things. I think the art of relationship building is um, something that a lot of people don't value as much coming into a space um, mm-hmm. of of being an entrepreneur for the first time. Um, and it's not always building relationships with people that have made it already. It's building relationships with people who are in the same spaces as you a lot of times, because Mm -hmm. you can learn together. You can piggyback off of each other. You can Mm -hmm. share ideas. And so that sense of community is extremely important. Um, And so I would definitely advise um, something that's going to be essential to your growth is really building the proper relationships um, with people across the board, because that support is something that you're going to need. And it may not always come from your family or your friends. Um, You may need to establish relationships outside of that that are really going to help you as you grow. I think a lot of people miss that um, coming into it. Mm -hmm. Now, personal credit versus business credit score. Elaborate on those since those two are very separate. Yeah, they, they definitely are. And um, so many people have no idea about business credit. What is that? How do I get mm-hmm, that? Right? Mm-hmm. Um, as as you know, almost everyone may know, personal credit is your credibility of how you manage your finances as an individual, right? Um, and what your assessment of risk is going to be. How risky are you if I give you something, right? Um, business credit, it's it's pretty much determined the same way but for your business as its own entity. So it has no impact on um, your credit as an individual. It's actually separate from your credit as an individual. And so there's a huge advantage when we talk about business credit specifically because of that for the most part. Because here's the thing. If you have $1,000 on your personal credit and you spend 500 of that, your utilization is now at 50%. Mm-hmm. If you have $1,000 in your business and you spend $1,000 of that, it has nothing to do with your personal credibility at all. It does not impact your credit score. It may impact your business credit, mm-hmm. right? Um, but there's a separation there and it's, it's going to give you access to capital in two ways on the business side and the personal side. And it's also going to give you access to more capital. The more credible your business appears, mm-hmm. uh, more that your business pays its bills on time. It's it's eight to 10 times more um, as far as what you can get approved for, for having business credit compared to your personal. So you don't exhaust your personal funds. Mm-hmm. Um, able to have access to more capital under your business and, and, and you're not putting yourself or your personal assets at risk. Mm-hmm. So it's a huge asset to your company that a lot of people um, do not establish because they're not aware. Um, and so it really limits you as far as acquiring the funding um, and, and accessing some of those resources that you need um, to pour back into your business. 
Mm-hmm. I noticed you got really excited when I asked the question, yeah, I right? so I can so I can tell you're very passionate about this, and it, you're just getting started. So it's like you have I'm not saying you probably have so much more in the plate to go with it because you like literally rubbed your hands like this. You're like, yes, this is it. This is the question I've been waiting for all this time. So I'm I, I'm very I, I'm glad to see people that are still passionate about it, and you know they're still. Yeah, it just I have no words. I'm speechless about stuff like that. It's just an I exciting mean, thing. Business credit is almost it's incredible. And I say this because it does not take a long time to build. You can have a, a credit score for your business in as little as three months, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Figure when you're building your personal credit, it takes so much time, six mm-hmm. months to a year to build it up. And then you may start with 5,000 bucks and then you have to prove yourself and and you know work with what you have and inch your way up. Business credit, when it comes to running a business and you needing money to bring these ideas into life and being able to just have the ability to not have to necessarily be so strapped mm-hmm. and worried about how you're going to fund your business with establishing credit, uh, one, with it not taking as, as much time, um, and two, being able to understand how to establish the behaviors to really run a business on the financial side, have access to capital five, 10, 20, $30,000. It's a game changer for an entrepreneur, especially one who's serious about investing and growing their business. And it, it just gives you the opportunity to really go for it in a way where you have it there to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. And and, and if you if you talk to a lot of people that don't have business credit and they've had businesses running for 15, 20 years, we mm-hmm. have clients like that. They're like, I have been working so hard and using, you know, sometimes maybe not paying my mortgage to be able to fund my business or, you know, sacrificing things for my children to have in, in my lifestyle and not being able to pour this into my business where if I would have known how to access capital through establishing credit mm-hmm, for my business, mm-hmm, exactly. who knows, you know, what my company could have grown to in 20 years, right? People have been able to sustain their businesses with the bare minimum. And so learning about business credit and understanding that there's actually resources and funding out there for small business owners. It's a game changer to the success mm-hmm. of the business and to our communities in general. Mm-hmm. Especially with how things are moving now, everything's through online, everything is through. So it's, it's a, yeah, it's a complete game changer. There's so much to it. You know, we could spend hours on it and hours and hours. <laughs> right. There's so much to it. Um, now towards the end of the podcast, I have these 10 rapid questionnaires that I got from the host of uh, inside the actor studios. Uh, James okay. Lipton, and because I honor him because it was like one of my favorite shows. Um, now, the first question is, what is your favorite word? My favorite word? Mm-hmm. Something that I say often is like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, what is your, natural thing, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. What is your least favorite word? No. What turns you on in life? Seeing my son happy. Mm-hmm. What turns you off in life? People who are always angry. Mm, yeah, I hate that. Yeah. It's like, why are you always so bitter? Smile a little bit. <laughs> uh, what sound or noise do you love? 
the ocean. What sound or noise do you hate? Um, oh my God, what are those things called? You're from the DMV, you know, those, um, those big, um, oh, I can't think of them. They make this crazy noise and they connect to trees. I absolutely can't stand Oh, because cicadas? Cicadas. Oh yeah, my God. I yeah, so yeah. Every, yeah. every 15 years they pop out of nowhere. It's like, what is that noise? Like, yes. So cicadas, you don't want to, yeah, you don't want to leave your window open and no. Never. Yeah, that was, that was big in the DMV like 15 years ago <laughs> and they, they just came back like this year. <laughs> And it was just like, what is that loud noise? I couldn't even like go on the balcony and like to tan a little bit. It's like that noise no. is annoying me. Couldn't listen to music loud enough. Didn't want to bother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there you go. We can relate on that thing. It's yeah, the DMV area. I love it. Uh, what is your favorite curse word? Fuck. Mm-hmm. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Photography. Mm, okay. Okay. It's a pretty good profession. <laughs> um, what profession would you not like to do? Um, being an actress. Oh, really? <laughs> Having to yeah, deal with no. emotions? <laughs> no. And, and the last one is, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? You did a good job. Mm -hmm. Any last words you'd like to give to the people? Any shout outs? And where can they follow you on the social? I love you. You can do anything that you want to do um, and you just stick to it. Um, there's a whole world to see. Don't get wrapped up in your environment if it's not where you want to be. Just go out and get it. You can do it. Um, you can follow me on Instagram. Um, it's APBCM underscore like A plus business coaching and marketing underscore. Um, and that's the same everywhere. Uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, TikTok. Um, check me out there and um, hopefully you know we can connect and I can help you if you're a small business owner um, fund your business and get the credit established the way that you mm -hmm. and uh, shout out to Simone King for making this happen um, absolutely Simone yeah. is the best the best yep yep um, all right guys this is another episode of intuitive minds podcast featuring Jessica peace peace